Welcome to another special edition of James Talk. We are continuing with a part two of the Betty Broadwick story. You know, I didn't get to say this in my last podcast, but I will say it now. You know, hearing the case and watching the movies, you know, raises a lot of questions in my head. A lot of unanswered questions that Betty Broadwick, I don't think, ever answered, nor did the state or the prosecution or defense ever learned. Like, for instance, you know, when she was living with her husband, Dan, at the time, his millions was like her millions. Now, if she strongly believed that Dan was having an affair on her, why didn't she use her half of the millions to hire a private investigator to investigate the situation? Now, does that sound very interesting to you? How a woman, you know, who claims that her husband had cheated on her, never used her money at all to try to at least hire a private investigator. Now, if she would have hired a private investigator, she would have had her proof that maybe he was cheating on her, and that could have been her proof for a successful divorce. Now, let's move on to another situation. The fact that she said that he had physically placed bodily harm upon her. Now here's another thing that strikes me. Betty Broadwick is a woman who looks like who can't scare easily. Which means she can't be scared easily. So she couldn't be scared easily and she claims that he physically abused her. Then why didn't she go to the police and put his violence on record plain to see that Betty Broadwick is a phony it's proof that she was never scorned and she was never physically abused I'm looking back at a lot of things and I'm realizing it's clicking in my head that Betty Broadwick is a stone cold killer now here's what leads me to believe that she's a stone cold killer now Think about it for a second. Betty Broadwick put it in her statement that Danny and his wife, Linda, had led her to do what she did. Come on, people. Face facts. People don't lead people to do anything. In this life, everything we do is by choice. Betty Broadwick chose to wake up late one night. Betty Broadwick chose to take that gun out of her bureau. Betty Broadwick chose to drive down to her ex-husband and his new wife Linda's house while they were asleep and she was the one who chose to point the gun and pull the trigger. Come on Betty, you're not fooling anybody, okay? You chose to kill him, which leads you to be a stone cold killer. So why don't you just admit it and get it over with? Why do you think that Betty Broadwick was denied her parole twice? Because what she knows is that she knows that what she did was calculating, it was cruel, and it was heartless. Thank you again for another segment of James Talk. I'm James Shipley. Thank you so much.